TikTok is filled with weird and wonderful advice aimed at cloud beginners. They promise you high plane solutions architect roles. They assure you that you can walk into a six-figure entry-level cloud position with minimal effort. All you need is a couple of certifications and Google and Amazon will come knocking at your door with fistfuls of cash. But is this true? My name is Fayomi and I'm a senior solutions architect with over six years of experience working in the cloud. I'm going to go for a couple of TikTok videos today and give you the insight on what's true and what's BS. So if you're really excited about this, make sure you tap that like button and subscribe if you haven't already. Now, if you're watching this, chances are you're looking for your first job in the cloud industry. To help you out, I've created a free guide that walks you through the three simple steps you can take to make you more employable. These are the steps I use to break into the cloud industry with zero technical experience. And other people that have followed this guide have also been successful in breaking into the cloud industry. And I believe it will be helpful to you too. So make sure you download it now. All right, let's dive into the first TikTok video. I have a program for you that'll make you a six-figure tech girly by February. Ladies, this is your starting salary as a solutions architect. On the screen, she shows that the average salary of an entry-level solutions architect in Atlanta is $118,000. Now let's take a second to talk about entry-level solutions architect salaries, because I believe this number might be a bit misleading. Let me explain. Now, while I don't doubt that, you know, solutions architects in Atlanta make $118,000, my particular concern is with the term entry-level and what it might mean. Because most people see entry-level and think you can just walk into that sort of role with zero or minimal experience. And this is just not true. The reality is that most people who get entry-level jobs as solutions architects usually have years of experience in other roles in the cloud industry. For example, cloud engineers or DevOps engineers or site reliability engineers. And for those people, going into a solutions architect role is a natural progression. People rarely go from no experience in the cloud industry at all to a solution architect role. This is why when people ask me what cloud job they should go for as an entry-level position or as their first cloud job, I usually recommend cloud engineer or DevOps engineer because these are more beginner friendly. It's easier to get jobs in this role. And I always encourage them to stay away from solutions architect role because it's really senior by definition and there's just less opportunities there for beginners. The reason I bring this up again is that I don't want you to go thinking that you can earn $118,000 out of the gate. For some context, in the UK, for your first cloud job, you should usually expect between 30,000 to 40,000 pounds as an average. And in the US, I reckon you can probably get between 60,000 to $80,000 as an entry-level cloud position, which isn't bad. All right, let's keep going. I can 100% vouch for this program because I did it myself last year. This is for my girlies that are a little more technical, but not entirely technical, or you want to become technical, absolutely go for this. I love this program because on-prem is a thing of the past. So if you learn about cloud and architecture, you will always have a job. This is a wonderful program because all of the projects you get from this program, you can put on your resume. The program is 16 weeks. You can complete it shorter or you can take up to a year. Your voucher will be good for a full year. 
The link is already in my bio, but we are not waiting until 2024 to get started. First of all, I want to say thank you to Fata Mariat, who's the TikToker that posted this video, for shining a light on an AWS initiative to get more women into the cloud industry. I believe the program is called AWS Cloud Up for Her Solution Architect Associate. From my research into it, it seems this program is designed to help you get AWS certified, as well as teach you how to work with AWS specific technologies. Now, while getting on this program is a good first step, I encourage you to think of it as like a step in your journey to breaking into the cloud industry. The reason I say it's just a step is because I'm guessing you're probably going to learn a lot of AWS specific technology, but the reality is that to be successful in the cloud industry, you need to learn a lot more than that. You need to learn other technologies aside from AWS. For example, you need to be confident with the Linux command line. You need to know how to use infrastructure as code tools such as Terraform. You need to have created complex CI/CD projects. You need to know how to write your resume in a way that stands out to employers. You need to know how to interview and talk about all of these projects in a way that impresses hiring managers and makes them want to hire you. Not to mention learning scripting and automation tools like Python. I'm sure all these skills I've just mentioned are beyond the remit of this AWS program, as you need to learn those separately. And this is how you stand out to prospective employers. With all that being said, if you're a lady looking to break into the cloud industry, I think this is a great program to learn more about AWS and build some decent projects in it. All right, let's go to the next video. Before we watch the next video, I want to give you some context. Now, this lady found out how much solutions architects earn by seeing the payslip of someone who works in the industry. And she's wondering just why they earn so much. And so let's watch the video and I'll break down the reasons afterwards. You know what? This one payslip will leave you in tears. Like, I don't know. Why must these people earn so much money? Like, can you tell me what is their role? Like, what are they doing? Why are these people earning so much money? Like, I saw the payslip with my own eyes. And th these people, guys, have stock options. Stock options. Like, what is this job about? I just want to know. I want to give a shout out to Life Reset on the cause ZA because that video is really funny. So, why do solutions architects get paid so much? I read this book recently called Millionaire Fastlane by MJ DeMarco, and it's all about how to position your life if you want to get rich. In the book, he highlights two types of projects you can work on that will give you the best chance of being wealthy. The first is all about working on projects with scale, so projects that will reach, that will reach millions of people. The second way is working on projects with magnitude, you know, projects that have huge impacts. Let's start with scale. If you're designing infrastructure that's going to be reached by millions of people, so for example, if you're working on an Amazon feature or a Google feature or some other company's feature that's going to reach millions of people potentially, then that means the company you're working for is going to earn millions and millions from that. And so they're very invested in making sure that they have the right person designing the right solution. And that's why they're willing to pay hundreds of thousands to solutions architects and give stock options and all of that because they know by investing in that solution architect, the result would mean millions for the company. So that's actually scale where you reach a lot of people. The other way is through magnitude. So if you're working for a bank, for example, and let's say the bank only has 10 customers, 
But those 10 customers are high net worth customers. So they spend millions and millions with the bank. Even though there's not a lot of customers, there's the magnitude of each customer is huge. And that's why the bank is willing to pay a solution architect a lot of money to make sure the infrastructure that's designed services those customers and doesn't break and is reliable. And again, they're willing to spend hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars or pounds on the solutions architect to make sure what they design is suitable and fit for purpose. And this is why, again, I want to iterate that solutions architect roles are really senior positions because the stakes are high. If a solution architect messes up, it could cost the company millions and millions. And so they don't really give those roles to entry-level people. And it's usually reserved for people who have a lot of experience already in the industry. Let's move on to the next video. Wow, I'm really interested now. Three tech certifications that I can earn that not only do I get to work remotely, but I earn at least $80,000 a year. I'm listening. Tell me how. Tech certifications that you can get in six months, work remotely, and earn at least $80,000 a year. Number one, AWS Solutions Architect. Number two, Certified Scrum Master. And number three is a JavaScript developer. For more tips like this, remember to follow Nerd CEOs. Like the post too. Like the post. I think the problem with this video or videos like this is that they make it seem like all you need is a certification and you can just walk into a high paying job. There's no mention here on, you know, the fact that you need to create high quality cloud projects. There's no mention here on all the technologies you need to learn. There's no mention here of the fact that you need to know how to write a resume to impress hiring managers. There's no mention here that you need to know how to interview effectively. There's no mention of all the nuances and complexities and all the things you actually need to do to earn that high wage. And this means that a lot of cloud beginners go into this industry with the wrong idea. You know, they think, oh, all I need is, need is this certification. And again, you know, I'll get loads of jobs and loads of money. Now, if you want to know exactly what you need to do, hang on towards the end of this video. I'll tell you exactly step-by-step step, what you need to do to get your entry-level cloud job. So keep watching and I'll tell you everything you need to know. All right, let's move on to the next video. If you Google highest paying certificates, you will see Amazon Web Services Solutions Architect. It's a big professional one. certificate gets you like $121,000. But the problem is, I don't know anyone in my life right now that has gotten that certificate only and has gotten a job that high paying. Because like, I mean, those statistics are kind of BS because for example, if me and Mike finish this Google certificate, the average salary for Google IT support is now high as fuck. It's now gonna be higher because yeah. like- And we, we had two years of experience. Yeah, it doesn't take like into account your experience things, yeah. and then and then your- Our jobs are, exactly. Now these guys point out a critical flaw in a lot of the statistics associating cloud certifications with cloud salaries. For example, when you see a statistics that says, you know, people with solutions architects certifications earn six figures. The problem is that these statistics confuse correlation and causation. Let me break it down for you. Correlation is simply a pattern or relationship between two events, while causation is that one event leads to the other event occurring. So one event causes the other event to occur. Let me give you a quick example. You could see that there's a correlation between eating ice cream and getting sunburned, right? However, you wouldn't say that eating ice cream causes you to get sunburned or getting sunburned causes you to eat ice cream. These events are correlated, but there's a separate event that causes that, which is sunny weather. 
So sunny weather would cause you to get sunburned and it might also cause you to eat more ice cream because it's hot outside. So there's a separate entity, even though eating ice cream and getting sunburned are correlated, you wouldn't see they cause each other. It's exactly the same when you see people linking, getting cloud certifications and earning high salaries. There's a correlation there, but the causation is usually what people don't really like to talk about, which is the hard work that goes into it. All the high quality cloud projects, the years of experience, the communication skills, and all the other immeasurable skills that goes into becoming a great cloud engineer or a great solutions architect, all the hard work that goes on beneath the surface. Now, earlier in this video, I promised to give you the steps of what you need to do to get your first cloud job, to get your foot on the ladder, to get that entry level cloud position. If you're interested in that, why not watch this video? It's called, Do Entry Level Cloud Jobs Exist? Check it out and you will get all the answers to your questions. All right, I'll see you in the next one.